0: Cognitive Impairment Cognition is the mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding through thought, experience, and the Simpsons. It encompasses various aspects of high-level intellectual functions and processes such as attention, memory, knowledge, decision-making, planning, reasoning, judgment, perception, comprehensive language, and visuospatial function. Cognitive processes use existing knowledge to generate new knowledge. The cognitive deficit is an inclusive term used to describe the impairment of different domains of cognition. Cognitive deficit is not limited to any particular disease or condition, but may be one of the manifestations of someone's underlying condition. It is also used interchangeably with cognitive impairment and may be short-term co- uh, condition or progressive or permanent entity. On the other hand, cognitive disorders are a bigger entity, which are part of the neurocognitive disorders, DSM-5. Cognitive disorders are defined as any disorder that significantly impairs the cognitive functions of the individual to the point where normal functioning in society is without, impossible without treatment. Alzheimer's disease is the most common condition associated with cognitive impairment. Etiology Cognitive deficits may be from birth or caused by environmental factors such as brain injury, mental illness, neurological disorders. Not every elderly will have a cognitive deficit, but the cognitive deficit is more common in the elderly. Some of the early causes of cognitive deficit include chromosome abnormalities, genetic syndromes, prenatal drug exposure, malnutrition, poisoning due to lead or other heavy metals, neonatal jaundice, hypoglycemia, hypothyroidism, prematurity, hypoxia, trauma, or child abuse. In child or adolescence, cognitive deficit may result in a may develop as a result of many conditions. Some examples include side effects of cancer therapy, heavy metal poisoning, malnutrition, metabolic conditions, autism, immune conditions like systemic lupus, erythmosis. With increasing age, conditions such as stroke, delirium, dementia, depression, schizophrenia, chronic alcohol use, substance abuse, brain tumors, vitamin deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, and some chronic diseases may cause a cognitive deficit. Brain pathologies such as Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, Lewy body dementia, Huntington's disease, HIV dementia, prion disease manifest with cognitive deficits. Drugs like sedatives, tranquilizers, anticholinergic glucocorticoids are associated with cognitive deficits. Head injury and infection of the brain or meninges can cause cognitive deficits at any age. Epidemiology. The frequency of cognitive deficit due to various causes of it's difficult to predict and not well-established. However, increasing age is the most important factor for cognitive impairment. Alzheimer's disease is the most well-known condition associated with cognitive impairment. Approximately 5.5 million people are affected by Alzheimer's disease in the U.S., and worldwide prevalence is estimated to be more than 24 million. The prevalence and incidence of Alzheimer's among African-American populations were approximately twice of those of European-Americans. The incidence of dementia is predicted to double every 10 years after 60 years of age. Age Age-specific incidence of Alzheimer's disease increases significantly from less than 1% per year to the age of 65 to 6% per year after the age of 85. Pathophysiology. The general pathology of a cognitive decline deficit is damage to the neuronal tissue. This includes damage to the gray matter, which comprises the cortex and the thalamus and the basal ganglia, and the white matter, which comprises the coverings of the axons of the connections between the gray matter areas. The damage to certain areas is responsible for certain deficits. For example, damage to the parietal lobe can cause inability to dress or visuospatial function. Damage to the frontal lobe systems can cause deficits in planning and abstract understanding and, de- and damage to the pari- to temporal lobes can cause deficits in language and memory. The causes of this damage are due to toxicity of neurons from the metabolic disorders or heavy metals or other toxins such as toluene or infection due to ischemic damage due to stroke or hemorrhagic or direct injuries such as a head injury or cancer or surgery. Damage can also be caused by neurodegenerative processes such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, or Huntington's disease. These illnesses appear to directly damage neuronal tissue through immunologic interaction with abnormal proteins. Histopathology Most of the dementia are confirmed by finding abnormal proteins in brain sectioning. Alzheimer is defined by amyloid and tau inclusions in the brain tissue. Parkinson's and Lewy body dementia are supported by Lewy bodies and frontal dementias are by tau, tau inclusions. Parkinson's-like illness is also associated with a cinculin inclusions. Prion diseases have abnormally folded proteins called prions in the brain tissue. History and physical. Cognitive deficit is not an illness in itself, but is a manifestation of an underlying condition. The patient may notice these changes themselves, or most of the time it is noticed by caretakers or friends of the patient. The patients usually have the following. Trouble remembering things, frequently asking the same question or repeating the same story again and again. Difficulty in learning new things and concentrating. Vision problems and trouble speaking. Difficulty recognizing people and places. They often find new places or situations overwhelming. Confusion or agitation. Mood changes, change in behavior or speech difficulty even with usual daily tasks. Cognitive impairment can come or go, wax or wane. Cognitive impairment can be mild, severe, or anything in between. With mild impairment, there are changes in cognitive functions, but the individual can still do his or her everyday activities. Several levels of impairment, dementia, can lead to a point where the individual is incapable of living independently because of the inability to plan and carry out regular tasks activities of a daily living, instrumental activities of daily living, and applied judgment. Cognitive impairment may accompany many other symptoms depending upon the underlying disorder or condition. Sometimes they present as emergency cases and may require acute life-saving interventions. Ineffective, uh, in, infective causes may present with fever, rashes, headache, nausea, vomiting, st- neck stiffness, malaise, seizure, and others. It may accompany metabolic disorders and present with abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting, tachycardia, bradycardia, fatigue, muscle weakness, shortness of breath, excessive thirst, urinary problems, and even loss of consciousness. Cognitive deficits may accompany uh, symptoms of other problems such as head injury, stroke, or dementia. The patient may pres- might present with behavior or, or personality changes, loss of consciousness, vision changes, imbalance, severe headaches, seizures, sleep pattern changes, numbness, weakness, and paralysis. Cognitive disorder includes delirium and mild and major neurocognitive disorder, which may present as follows. Delirium develops a very rapidly and over a short period of time and is mainly characterized by disturbances in cognition. Other manifestations are confusion, disorientation, excitement, and also a, a change in consciousness. Hallucinations and illustrations, illusions may be common. It also makes processing new information and situational awareness very difficult. Its onset ranges from minutes to hours and sometimes days. However, it only lasts a few hours or weeks. It can be accompanied by inattention, mood swings, and abnormal behaviors. There's usually an underlying medical or surgical condition causing it. Delirium during a hospital stay can result in complications and long-term stay. Mild and major neurocognitive disorders are commonly associated with the elderly. These disorders develop slowly and mainly characterized by memory loss in addition to cognitive impairments. They may also be psychosis, agitation, and mood changes. The difference between mild and major neurocognitive disorders is mainly based on the severity of the symptoms. Major neurocognitive disorder, previously known as dementia, is characterized by significant cognitive decline and the development of dependence. The mild neurocognitive disorder is characterized by moderate and cognitive decline, and the patient is still independent. To be diagnosed, delirium and other mental disorders should be ruled out. For example, for causes of dementia, such as age, which is irreversible, the decline of cognition and memory is lifelong. Evaluation the evaluation consists of detailed history from patient and family members, including onset duration symptoms, impact impact on activities of daily living, and changes from the patient's previous level of execution and functioning, and clinical assessment of the patient that encompasses a wide range of information collected from physical, neurological, and mental status examinations. The history gathered from the patient and the accompanying family friend should be focused on changes in cognitive functions, such as onset course and examples. Change in functional status, self-care, cooking, testing, hygiene, finances. Physical symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, vision, hearing, speech, balance, gait, balance, sensation, and motor functions. Psychiatric symptoms such as mood swings, behavioral and emergency behavior or personality changes. Current medications, if any. Treatment and management. Treatment of cognitive deficits depends on what actually is causing the impairment. It is caused by an illness or condition then it is likely to recover after the treatment. Infections and metabolic syndromes, depression, thyroid disorders, medication effects are some of the curable causes of cognitive decline. For example, uh, for for cognitive disorders, a detailed assessment and management are required and the interventions focus on the improvement of quality of life and the limitations of residual defects. There are no pharmacological treatment for mild cognitive impairment. The management is focused on promoting functional status, Counseling is a very important component of patient management. These individuals are at increased risk for trouble with mobility and recurrent falls. Problems with vision and hearing need to be addressed and corrected. People with sleep apnea may need benefit from continuous positive pressure uh, airway pressure. There is no established evidence to conclude that the treatment or depression improves c- cognitive impre- impairment. There are no uh, negative effects of the use of anticholinergic medications on cognitive function in the elderly. The treatment with antidepressants should be avoided, especially ones with amitriptyline, nortriptyline, and paroxetine, ones with significantly significant anticholinergic pro- properties. A trial of withdrawing, managing, and simply simplifying medications in older adults may lead to effective improvement in cognitive function. For the treatment of delirium, the cause cause must be established first. Medications such as antipsychotics or benzodiazepines can help reduce the symptoms in, in some cases. For alcohol abuse or malnourished cases, vitamin B supplements are recommended. Some extreme cases also require life support. Ginkgo biloba is a popular herbal supplement that is thought to improve cognition and memory. However, it has failed to prevent cognitive decline in those with mild cognitive impairment or normal cognition in randomized controlled trials. Physical activity. Uh, Cognitive training and exercises, proper sleep and relaxation techniques can help cognitive effect cognitive health. Mediterranean diet may help people with cognitive impairment. Occupational therapy focuses on teaching different patient strategies to minimize the effect of cognitive impairment on daily life. Environmental approaches such as reducing noise around the patient help the patient focus on tasks and reduce distraction, confusion, and frustration. They are making sure that the patient is around familiar objects and surrounding helps. Psychotherapy and psychosocial support for patients and families have have evidence of better outcomes and clear clear understanding and patient management of the disorder and therefore maintaining a better quality of life for everyone involved. Differential Diagnosis Cognitive deficit is not an illness in itself, but a manifestation of an underlying condition. Some disease conditions associated with cognitive deficits are delirium, Alzheimer's disease, Huntington's disease, stroke, Developmental disorders such as Down syndrome, head injury, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, uh, Lewy body dementia, meningitis, acquired immune deficiency syndrome, alcohol, drugs, toxins, Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome, prognosis. The prognosis of cognitive deficits depends on the underlying cause. There may be causes like medication, depression, thyroid disorders, infections which are correctable. Whereas conditions such as Alzheimer's disease cannot be reversed and the only progression can, only progression can be slowed. Many, case, many causes of cognitive deficits are acute life-threatening conditions and without proper medical or surgical management can result in a great deal of more doubt, mortality and morbidity. The, for patients diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, the average life expectancy for a person 65 or older is about 4 to 8 years. Some individuals with Alzheimer's disease may live up 20 years after the first signs of the disease. In some instances, cognitive deficits may be a symptom of an underlying serious or life-threatening condition that can be life-threatening. These include brain tumor, stroke, encephalitis, meningitis, traumatic head injury, heat stroke, or profound dehydration, kidney failure, sepsis, spinal cord, or tumor. Complications. A a cognitive deficit can be coexisting with a variety of serious diseases and conditions. Therefore, the failure the failure to timely seek treatment can result in serious complications, and even permanent damage. Once the underlying condition is diagnosed, it's important to follow the proper treatment plan to reduce the risk of potential complications, which may include developmental delays or failure to thrive, learning disabilities, speech and hearing deficits, par- par- paralysis and paresis, permanent cognitive impairment, permanent sensory loss, uh, physical disabilities, physical personality changes, permanent loss of memory, loss of independence, falls or injuries, and coma.